Hey, it's Amethyst Mahoney with your tarot energy reading for the week. And this is the week of March 6th through the 12th. If you have your tarot therapy planner, you will find that week on page 52. So the last couple of days have been really low energy this um, Friday and Saturday. I think we're like the worst and my husband was feeling it too. So it's, it's really interesting to me when other people who don't do kind of energy work or astrology or tarot or anything like that. And they're complaining of the same exact issues that I am reading in the cards and I'm feeling in my own life. So it was, it was pretty interesting the past couple of days, just no energy, like absolutely none. And thankfully that has started to shift today and things are picking up, but it's not going to be that way all week. So we had some really bad windstorms here yesterday. Our power was out like four different times and, uh, and we finally pulled out the generator and all the lights in the whole town were out. We actually, we went out to eat. We're like, no, can't open the fridge. Cause we don't want to let the cold air out. Can't turn on the stove cause it's electric. So we'll just go out and eat. And we had to drive all the way through town, all the way to the other end towards the Nashville side of town so that we could actually find something that was open and had power. Some of our favorite restaurants in town had shut down for the day. And so we came home, we got the generator out, plugged in our fridge, got that going, um, had the neighbors, uh, the guy next door, we got his refrigerator in and one of our neighbors across the street was pulling the extension cords across the road to plug in his refrigerator too. Um, when the power finally came back on and it stayed on since then. So that's great. But, um, but just a lot of weirdness, right. And then everybody was just tired. They're like, I don't want to be out here, you know, running extension cords and cables. I just want to do nothing. So that's kind of been the feeling for the past couple of days. Today's a little bit more energy and hopefully you're getting that too. Of course, Tuesday, we have the full moon. So for a lot of people that actually puts a little hink into things. And I feel like that's today is I'm going to have a little bit of energy tomorrow. I'll probably have some energy. And then I feel like Tuesday through probably Thursday, it's going to be kind of low energy again. So just see if that's what it feels like to you and how it's affecting you. But I like to let people know not to say like, oh, stay in bed, don't do anything, but so that you can, you know, plan accordingly. If you do have a lot of energy on Monday, maybe you want to do more things knowing that potentially it's going to be a little bit lower this week. If you've made a bunch of plans to go out this week, uh, just know that you may not feel like doing a whole lot. So these readings are not to tell you what to do. They're to tell you how the energy may be affecting you and the people around you so that you can make some better decisions for your life and make sure you're working with, with the energy. So Tuesday, March 7th is going to be a full moon. It is in Leo in the spiritual and personal growth area of your life map. So you might want to go ahead and pull that uh, reading out either tonight or tomorrow uh, in your tarot therapy planner and check that out as well. Full moons uh, are pretty no energy for me. Uh, and I know for a lot of women, especially that I work with, uh, we do not have energy on the full moon. There's a lot of people out there, a lot of pagan groups and spiritual groups and, and people who will be like, oh, full moon, let's get together, do a ritual, blah, 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 blah. 
and they have a lot of energy and I'm just like, no, <laughs> that does not, that does not work for me in any way, shape or form. I'm, I am almost always tired on the full moon. Uh, and I almost always take a rest day on the dark moon as well. So if that is you and you know that the full moon affects you and impacts you like that, then just get ready because Tuesday is the full moon. Okay, so let's get into the cards for the week. Our overall card for the week, which is going to be our uh, our Wednesday card, is the King of Cups. So we will talk about him in a minute, but he is in the Tarot Therapy Planner. If you don't have the planner yet, you can get it over on the website at amethystmahoney.com slash tarot-therapy-planner. Or just go to amethystmahoney.com and you will find the link for it over there. It is a 2023 planner. You can download the digital version or get the print version. And even though we're already into March, you can still go ahead and get it. It will help you keep all of your tarot cards and readings for the rest of the year in one place. And we also have monthly spreads as well as full moon and dark moon spreads for every single month. And the weekly cards actually use the trauma-informed definitions for the cards, which you're not really going to find those, I don't know, anywhere else of who focuses on that. So that is still available for you as well. And um, it's not too late to get that. So let's start out with our Monday card, though. First, it is the Knight of Swords. The Knight, we just got one recently. The night is really about rushing in and uh, making sure that you're doing what needs to be doing. Things are protected, but it, it feels a little cutting again this time. It feels like that sword can be a little bit cutting. And it also feels this week like you might be connecting a little bit with kind of a hustle energy and a hustle mentality. And so even though I'm like, hey, make sure if you're feeling good and you've got a lot of energy, you use that. Uh, also just kind of temper it with the fact that sometimes, you know, you don't want to, to just do it out of obligation. There's so many things that we do in our lives that are just out of obligation and so many ways that we've been taught to live that people are now standing up and being like, this is stupid, right? Like a working for, you know, 40 hours a week for 40, 50 years, and then getting a couple years to be happy at the end of your life. Like the whole, it's just stupid. The way that we have set up most of our society and most of the things that we do, most of the things that people say are true is just not. And so people are kind of pulling away from those things right now. And I think a lot of people are frustrated and a lot of people are very angry at being told these things and realizing that this is not actually how the world is working but trying to do something different when you still need an income coming in and you still need to be able to take care of your bills, uh, it's it's a weird place to be in. And so it definitely brings up some of the negative traits of this Knight of Swords where, you know, he's rushing in there trying to fix things, but not really seeing the best way to do it yet. So you may be finding yourself focusing on things that you know, you think you're supposed to be doing, you just want to be aware of the things that are actually going to get you results. Most people are focusing on things that aren't going to get them where they need to be because they think that that's what they're supposed to focus on. Um, we, we see this in business a lot online. You know, I did business coaching for about 15 years 
And people will constantly do things that do not make them money and say things that don't make them money. Um, I just got attacked in a group this morning from this lady who said I was mocking someone for saying that's absolutely the wrong thing to focus on. And I was like, no, uh, just because you think that's mocking someone does not mean I did mock them first off. And second off, uh, you're still focusing on the right thing, the wrong thing, right? You just totally missed the point. Because she wanted to go on this tangent and argue something that did not even matter and was not pertinent to the conversation in any way. And um, this is what I see people do, not just in business groups and tarot groups and spirituality groups and therapy groups, just everything. It's people want to have their opinion and then they cling on to it. Like, you know, if you say that's not necessarily true. Uh, they just feel like you've attacked their entire identity and they don't know what to do with it except to fight back. And so um, this is kind of like a whole lot of the underlying Knights of Swords energy that's coming up for Monday is I feel like people are going to be pretty edgy and, um, you know, on edge and and feel like anything you say, they're going to feel like they're you're attacking them. And it it doesn't like we need to get away from this bullshit, like trigger warning language and apologizing and stuff like that. Like be an adult, learn how to be a fucking adult. And, and, you know, if you say something and, and you can't fathom that someone else has a different idea, then, then that is on that person. You know, that is not on you for saying, here's what I think. Even on social media, when you post something and then everybody thinks they have to tell you about their, their, how you're wrong their opinion, you know, people have zero experience with it and they want to tell you how you suck and you're, you're wrong. And it's the whole thing is dumb, but that is going to happen a lot more with this Knight of swords energy. I feel like is coming up. So just be aware, you know, if more people are attacking you, more people are doing whatever, like you don't have to defend yourself. You just, I just blocked that bitch this morning. I was like, you know, I do not have time for your stupidness. All you want to do is argue about how you're right when you're not even talking about the conversation that we're all having over here. Um, And so that's great. You can go argue by yourself because uh, I don't care. My new favorite phrase right now is kindly fuck off. And this was definitely a kindly fuck off moment uh, with this woman because I just don't care. There's a lot of stuff, you know, especially in spiritual groups where people are like, oh, we're kumbaya and we're all together and collaboration and we should all care about one another. But you have to understand there's a difference between caring and then, uh, you know, not giving a fuck. It's completely different. I can care that, you know, about someone and, and be like, cool, go live your life. But I do not have to let them step on my boundaries or treat me like crap. That is a kindly fuck off. And so I think a lot of people misunderstand when I say these things. And a lot of people think, you know, over the years, people will tell me, oh, you're such a mean person. You wouldn't know spirituality if it bit you in the ass and all this stuff. And I'm like, just because you have zero boundaries and want to be a doormat does not mean that I'm not working on my own spirituality and my own stuff. And the way that I talk, it doesn't mean that I don't care, but I don't care like you're my best friend and I need to somehow fix you. That's not, that's not interesting to me. And it's not my responsibility. I don't have to be friends with every single person that I meet in the whole world. And I don't even have to be friendly to them. 
All I have to do is not uh, tear them down, not purposefully be mean. But if they come at me, I, I got no time for that. I just, I've got zero time, patience, and energy for that bullshit anymore. So, you know, if you think that that's wrong, then uh, I would invite you to reconsider where you're being a doormat in your life uh, and where you're letting, where you're spending your time and energy on people who do not matter to you and should not matter to you. Because the idea that you should care about every single person in the whole world, it, there's like 7 billion people in the world. You cannot even count to 7 billion in your lifetime. You can't. There's too many. So to to sit around and be like, you should care about everyone. That's just, I don't know. That's one of those things that we teach people that is so entirely not true. It's ridiculous. Now, I'm not saying that you should go around being an asshole to everybody or that, you know, you should purposely look for trouble. But, you know, if trouble finds you, then just block it. It's, it's not that hard. And I don't know why people feel bad about it. So um, that is kind of all the stuff that's coming up with this night of swords energy, especially around Monday. Then Tuesday, I feel like the energy is Monday night, really. It's going to dip again. Then by Wednesday, we've got the King of Cups. Now, if you read in the book, it says the King of Cups is one of the least liked cards uh, for many trauma survivors. A lot of people who have been through trauma do not like cups. Uh, if you've been physically or emotionally sometimes or sexually abused, you probably do not like the cups cards. I find a lot of my clients are not into them. I'm starting to like them a little bit, right? It's been, it's been a long, long journey, but, um, but he is smug and overly emotional. So this is often a proje projection of repress repressing. Wow. I can't talk today. I'm going to read this line. This is often a projection of repressing and hiding deep, scary emotions. That's what the King of Cups can be when you don't like him. So you want to check in with your emotions and your inner children this week and just take some time and be kind to yourself. Uh, if you feel like a lot of emotions are coming up and a lot of thoughts around things that have happened and maybe a lot of regret. I feel like the word for the week almost if the underlying negative word for the week is regret. And there's a lot of things in spiritual communities where people say, you know, oh, everything's a lesson. There are no mistakes and you shouldn't feel regret. And da, 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 da. Yeah. You know, that's, that's nice. That's a, that's a nice little platitude that doesn't actually apply to anything. Uh, that's pe basically people blowing smoke up your ass. You, you're going to have regret. You're going to, there are problems. You are going to make mistakes. There's nothing wrong with that. It's how you learn. It's part of being human. But to reframe it and pretend that there's no such thing as a mistake, I feel like it's like when people bury their emotions and not actually look at them. And uh, and it's just bad. It's bad. So when these emotions are coming up for you this week, you get to pick and choose what you want to deal with and what you want to put aside. So sometimes when it's too much and it's overwhelming, I'm just like, that's great. I'm going to deal with this, you know, at a later date, I'll write it down in my journal, what came up and you can make a decision about it. You don't have to get into every single emotion or every single thought that comes up in your head. There's a lot of stuff right now, especially in the trauma communities where it's like, you can't pick and choose, but there is a moment before you get overwhelmed where you can actually distance yourself from the thing 
and, you know, do, do some things to actually calm your body down and make a decision about whether or not you want to be in that moment. It's not always, you're not always going to catch it. It's not, it's not always possible in the state that you're in to not misreact. And that is just what happens because we don't always catch ourselves, but it is possible to catch yourself if you're paying attention. I'm not going to be on (laughs) like hyper-focused and vigilant and aware every single moment of my life. So I'm not always going to catch it, Um, but there is always the possibility. I was, I was reading something years ago about this too. And I've always felt this is very true is that moment. If you can just catch that split second before you dive into it, you can actually start changing your life. Um, So that is the King of Cups is going to bring up these things and that's going to be the Wednesday energy. And then as we move into Friday, we've got the Nine of Cups, which I feel like we just got this recently too. Uh, I shuffled the deck and I don't know why these same cards are coming up. It must be a mean, there must be a reason for it. But the Nine of Cups, interestingly enough, the underlying part of this that I felt like is he's a little bit smug this week and maybe not not really wanting to do a whole lot. But now that we've talked about the King of Cups, I kind of feel like this is, you know, he could just be lining up those emotions to where he can actually start looking at them start separating them so he can start dealing with them, dealing with the different aspects or parts of himself that are feeling these different emotions and bringing up these different uh, traumatic events or whatever has happened in your life and kind of getting things arranged. So the more positive side of this is to actually really take a deep dive into what is going on. When you've grown up, especially with complex trauma or CPTSD, if you have that, then there's a lot of different things to look at. And it feels really, really overwhelming, like all of these different events. And people will say sometimes, like, how am I supposed to deal with all of this trauma when there's so many things? And also when, you know, I've dealt with this before and I'm just, I'm so tired of it. And the thing is, is that you don't have to deal with every single little thing that happens, but when these things come up, you can just put each one of them in a little cup. Just like I said, like write it down in your journal, put it in a little cup, uh, decide if you want to deal with it later. But what's really interesting is when I started working with my emotions and my trauma and the things, the way I work with them now, the different aspects and parts of myself. In the very beginning, I thought, you know, it was kind of like, I didn't want to cry for a long time because I felt like if I start crying, I'm never going to stop. There's just, it's just too much. I'm There's so much to cry about. I'm never going, it's never going to end. And it can feel that way with your trauma and with your emotions and with your different, even trying to figure out the different parts of yourself, you know, your inner children, your managers, your crisis response team, like who are all of these parts and people inside of me and and what are they doing and what's going on? And it all feels like too much. Um, But as you start writing them down and putting them in, you know, their own little place and looking at them individually, it's, 
actually doesn't tend to be as many as most people think. And you don't have to deal with every single one. You'll find, you know, that they're so interconnected that if you deal with one of the cups, a lot of the other ones just kind of disappear or they heal or they merge into that one cup because it was, you know, whatever it was about it kind of affected everything. So it's not going to be as much as you think. So right now I feel like this Knight of Cups, uh, he's a little bit smug and a little bit overwhelmed. And if you just start putting these things into like identifying them and kind of compartmentalizing them and being like, you know, here they are lined up on the shelf. Now I can see all of them. Now I can deal with them. Instead of just letting them run around all crazy in your life, where it feels like there's just too much to ever, to ever even deal with. Um, you'll actually get a lot farther if you just sit down and start identifying them and start naming them. And, and then you can start dealing with them from there. Uh, it's another big reason why I hate when people talk about anxiety. Anxiety means nothing. You have to take out all of the different little parts of it, identify all of the little cups of what those challenges you're facing and what the symptoms actually are. You will never get rid of anxiety or even depression. You you don't. What you do is you deal with individual parts or symptoms of them. This is the only way that I made my life better. And this is what I've worked on with my clients through the years is when you're looking at something and it's so big and overwhelming, if you don't break it into parts, then it's always going to be big and overwhelming. So instead of saying, you know, like, oh, I have anxiety, be like, okay, so I'm thinking about going you know, to the bookstore and it's really making me nervous. What are the parts of that that are making me nervous? Is it driving through traffic? Is it being in a certain area of town? Is it finding parking? Is it how long it's going to take? Is it that it might be too crowded and I'm feeling overwhelmed by how many people might be there? And then make plans for those things. And then start start addressing them one by one. In the beginning, it feels like a lot. Yeah, I know, because I did a lot of this stuff, you know, when I was younger, I was like, I have a lot of neurotic thoughts. And what I realized is that those were just my thoughts. They weren't me and they didn't have to dictate and control my life. And so I started breaking it down and I had a lot of stuff that was very OCD-ish. So people are like, oh, well, you can't do that. Yeah, you totally actually can do that. Uh, and I know a lot of people who have done it, but people make therapy and trauma so fucking hard. Like it wasn't hard to get it. Why is it so hard to get rid of it? You, we have this belief that it has to be tough. And it's like, well, no, it's just because we haven't tried the way that works. And there's lots of different tools and techniques that you can use. But I'm, I'm a big fan of starting with breaking it down. Break it down into one thing that, you know, tackle one thing at a time. And I think that that's, that's a lot of it for people is they think, well, if I break it down into all of these different things, then I have to look at, you know, how scared I am of everything and what a loser I am for feeling this way. And I'm like, no, that's, that's actually the good starting point is you can be like, here are all the things that make me nervous. And, and really, honestly, like at this point, I would, I would stop saying anxiety completely and start saying these things make me nervous or these things make me scared. Like that is going to help you 
stop making it into like this big overwhelming thing that people are talking about right now that is not even a disorder. It's, it's just the word that people have chosen to actually use to represent it. And instead you want to be specific, be specific about what are you afraid of? What is making you nervous? What are, you know, are you thinking of in the future might happen? And there's all kinds of things that may be rational or may not be rational. You know, if someone, if you don't hear from someone in two weeks, you think they've fallen off a bridge or something, (laughs) you know, there's, our brain just does these things and we need to stop catastrophizing it as if it's, you know, the end of the world. We need to start being like, okay, well, this is a thought that I'm having and what, what do I want to do? What do I want to tackle first? And, um, cause I promise you in the end, it's not as many things as you think it is, but by not pulling out each of the different little cups and looking at them and each of the different fears and looking at them, it's, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. So I would invite you to start pulling these things out and to start addressing them and, and just realize you don't have to address everything at once. You can just pick and choose, pick and choose over time, because if you don't do it that way, sometimes people will be like, oh, that sounds like so much work. It's going to take forever. If you don't start doing it, you're just going to live in whatever mess you're in right now. Cause we all have messes. You're going to live like that forever. And time's going to pass whether you work on it or not. So, you know, maybe do something that's actually helpful. Um, So that's what these nine of cups are this week. And that is your tarot energy reading for the week. So if you, if you need the, um, full moon spread, be sure to grab your tarot therapy planner over at Amethyst Mahoney dot com and uh hopefully that helps hopefully that gives you some ideas on some things that you can do to make your life better and as always remember that these cards are not just affecting you they're affecting everybody this is about the energy that's coming up for a lot of different people so as things happen during the week it'll give you a chance to kind of step back sometimes and observe so that you you don't react to someone's stuff that is coming up for them. People react because of their trauma all the time and because of their beliefs and because of a million other factors. And so our job is to step back, observe our own reactions, observe our own emotions, and to decide what kind of human we actually want to be. And that really, I feel like is being very spiritual. So Hope that helped and I will see you next week.